And this is As the Road Returns. This is going to be a quick disclaimer. This is going to be my opinion. The opinion of Carlos. Not the opinion of the Rescue Company One. Or any businesses of the Rescue Company One. Or anybody that employs, houses, pays us of the Rescue Company One. is not their opinion. It is uh, not Dr. Abel's opinion today. Not his opinion. Uh, not the opinion of... Uh, you know, anybody that employs him either. So don't do anything stupid and say that he told you to do it. Um, it is the opinion of anybody that's here on the show today, as, uh, whether it's Trish and Amanda or Jason. It'll be their opinion. If anything I'm going to say is going to offend you, then go fuck yourself and turn it off. Here at the Rescue Company One, we are shaping up to have a pretty busy 2023. We have a lot of stuff on the calendar already. We're going to kick off our year at Fire Rescue East in Daytona Beach, January 19th and 20th. We do have a booth. It'll be number 527. We're going to be in the arena right across from the fire sled competition. You'll find me with a giant foam finger. Yes. Right after that, we're going to be going to St. Augustine for our first air medical class of the year, January 23rd through the 28th. That class is getting decently full, but there yeah, is still absolutely. room. So you had a um, advanced airway, difficult, difficult airway, airway course, Yep. We got all of the things. It's all listed on our website, The Rescue Company One. You can find it on there. You can get links to go there on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you look, you can find us. Um, Following that, we're going to go into Community Paramedic. This is a new program. We are still, you know, working out the glitches with the schedule and things like that. Um, We're going to do week one now, March 6th through the 10th. You'll go back to your own program your hometown or wherever you're from for 30 days to do a project. And then you're going to come back to us for a second week, April 3rd through the 6th. And we will go over that project and everything that you learned in that time. Yeah, Cause every place is different. It is. Everybody, everybody's got a different need. And this gives you the chance to be different Yep. and suit your needs. So we will also bring in the ISBC and we will proctor and our host to proctor your exam on that Friday, April the 7th. And then we are going to start doing the helicopter search and rescue pipeline, which so many of you ask about. Um, we have found a way that we think it's going to work out fabulously. Finally. Yes. We're going to start <laughs> that with the ropes course in St. Augustine. It'll be March 27th through the 31st. Yep. Um, in between there, we are going to have our second air medical class, which is part of the pipeline. Yeah, got to do it. So that class will be in Orlando. We will be here April 17th through the 22nd. We're going to follow that with some water rescue back in St. Augustine. Yeah, we will. April 24th through the 29th. And that's uh, St. Augustine slash Georgia. So people do understand there is a uh, last few days we are going up to the Columbia River. Yes, for the water rescue class. So there will be some traveling in there. Absolutely. Uh, the rest of those classes for the pipeline, we are looking to do helicopter search and rescue technician the beginning of June. You can, again, watch our website, watch our Facebook page for some finalized dates and locations. Obviously, that stuff takes a little bit of time for us to lock in. Absolutely. Um, we will, however, be at the first their first care conference in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. We will be teaching. We'll be walking around. Hard Rock Casino. Advertising. Again. Yes, I enjoyed it last year. Yep. We'll be there June 12th through the 16th. 
They also have their website up for you to register for any classes or lectures or skills labs that you want to get involved in there. And then we go back to the search and rescue pipeline. We're going to do austere medical looking towards the end of August. Long week. Long week. Followed by some advanced survival and wilderness search in the middle of September. Again, both of those, watch our website. Um, We will confirm the dates and the exact locations of that. But there is information if you want to learn what you're getting yourself into. We have it all detailed out on our website, therescuecompany1.com. And all the TikToks and... Oh, all the things. Facebook, Instagram. Faces, you know. Yeah, you can find those anywhere. YouTube. We have a YouTube with our videos and we have our podcasts on there as the road returns. We will be going to San Diego. I'm a little excited. First time in California for yeah. the Echo Conference. It'll be my second time in California that this year. Yes. Yes. But not mine. I'm not going to yeah. that. Uh, that conference, which is, as most of you know, very near and dear to our hearts. We will be there. Wouldn't miss it for the world. It will be August. I'm sorry, October 2nd through the 4th. And then to close out our year, we will have our last air medical class in Claremont. We had a wonderful experience there, and they have welcomed us back, so we will be going there October 23rd through the 28th. Again, all the dates are listed on our calendar. You can find the courses in the course store on our website, therescuecompany1.com. You can also go to services and look up any descriptions of all these classes. And there's more being added. Yes. And as always, you can contact us on any of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, our website, any of that. You can contact us if you have any questions and somebody somewhere will get back to you. We are all spread out, but somebody will get back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. back as the rotor turns on location austin echo heliops net uh, conference here with everybody's favorite sweet tea aka ed roberto tester also known as go boy plenty of names, names. <laughs> you've got like the most nicknames of anybody that works here well i'm special well you are you're special uh robbie's uh my only original person left from the original Rescue Company 1 crew. Everybody else is either on the lam, in prison, running from the law. Trying to become cops. Trying to become cops. <laughs> you know what? Justin is not an OG. No, I guess not. No, Justin, uh, he came after. You know, like, technically, uh, Corey has more seniority than uh, Justin does. No, he should let him know about that. Yeah, I do all the time. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, we're here. You know, it's going to be in and out, a little quick commentaries here and there. Hopefully, we'll get some other people to interview on there and just and jason is set up here in the middle of a lobby with a lot of what have you's and whatnots yeah i had to, i had to push an old lady down the stairs earlier yep she got in my way and uh she you won't do that again no don't fucking get in the way of the hippo he's a he's an animal um and you know so lots of things going on we did a pre-conference yesterday we did a uh you know a normal cadaver lab that we do yep um i like the way you put it it's just an abbreviation of kind of like the whole thing that we do you know yeah it's uh, it's hard to do everything in uh, the time frame that we had, but met some cool people yesterday. 
Yeah, it was a good group. We had uh, the future flight crew in there, which was, uh, those guys were awesome. A bunch of guys that are girls who come through, did the training here with Echo, trying to trying to get flight jobs. So it was neat getting getting them in there. And, you know, uh, you came from the Future Flight Crew program. Yeah, yeah. When I First time I joined it, I was in the first class of it. And they said, hey, show up at this conference, help him hand out T-shirts and food, and uh, we'll give you a mentor. And so it was just that's all it was, and they've really grown it a lot. And now those guys get like 16, 16 weeks of training. They get mock interviews. They get interviews lined up with all the different vendors. So uh, they've done a really good job of growing it. Now, when you did it, um, like your the person they gave you as a mentor was like, uh, do you still stay in touch with that person? Or? Yeah, yeah, we chat from time to time um he's actually supposed to be here at the conference today so i'm gonna try to hunt him down and uh, meet up with him got him map matt what do you do, uh where do you work at man? he was with uh duke at the time and now he's uh flying here in texas oh that's pretty cool yeah he was i think one of the first groups of uh medics to get hired at uh, duke when they first brought medics on the team oh wow yeah you know uh it's interesting man people mixes from everywhere you know we're used to going to all the different flight conferences and and uh this has always been like a small little family type affair uh, but the level of education is high level, man. Like, we just set an uh, airway management and hoisting class put on by Austin Travis. Yeah, know. yeah, that guy did a great job. Uh, brought, definitely brought up some points that I, I wouldn't have wouldn't have necessarily thought through. So, yeah. obviously, those guys uh, put their time into yeah, uh, make sure they do it right. High level of operation. You know, as far as the the thing that with Echo that's amazing is it's, it's, it's for the regular line person. Right. You know, like, it's not, you don't have a lot of people selling helicopters here. And it's a pretty big, bigger vendor area than I've seen before. But you do actually have manufacturers and stuff with helicopters here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some of the, you know, but really in reality is is there ain't nobody buying helicopters here and all that stuff. We're just here to get educated. Um, And, you know, the the smaller companies kind of have a little bit better showcase here. Right. You know. Yeah, they do a really good job of that in the... uh they do a great job of making it affordable too, so that way you don't have to burn burn a week's vacation and uh, empty your bank account in order yeah. to come and, and get a good education. It's a hard pack three days. Yep. You know, hard pack three days. I should have said, and I forgot to say it when we first started. This is uh, going to be my opinion of me, Carlos Severs, not the opinion of Echo or Dr. Benjamin Abbo, anybody that employs the rescue company one or anything like that. So, um, you know, Hip, what did you think about yesterday in the class that we were doing? I had a great time. I, you know, passing on some of that knowledge is, is one of the, the best things that we do. Seeing the different people, you know, from different areas. And there was a, you know, I had the BLS Airway Group, right? Yeah. And everybody coming over there, and, you know, I understand it. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, BLS Airway. But it was awesome to see the people that actually learned something, you, even on a BLS Airway uh, you know, station. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I never thought of that. You know, and it's just about looking at things a different way. Critical care nurses, all you guys, your your level is so high that you're thinking about fifty steps ahead. But we still had to manage the patient initially, so it was it was pretty cool. I, I really like doing that station. You know what's fu- you know what's funny is that there's not uh, many people here at the rescue company one that you can put into that airway station, that BLS station, other than Jason and Corey. Because Jason and Corey will have the most enthusiasm. Yep. Like you see, Jason was all jacked up over there. He's got he's jumping around like he's he's boxing. You know, he's boxing <laughs> back and forth and stuff. But he, he, the uh, uh, I told Jason yesterday he thought I was fucking. Him. I'm like, dude, people were loving Jason's station. The one lady she flies over in New Orleans and she was like, you know. 
I've been doing this 12 years, and I learned some stuff in that BLS station, which is kind of cool, man, because you guys don't understand for me as uh, um, the CEO and stuff here, it's awesome to hear how well-received the guys that work for me are, you know, and girls. So so that's awesome, man. And, you know, uh, you got a lot of common. People love your station, man, you know. And you were doing with eye gels, uh, king tubes. Yeah, eye gel, king tubes. You know, we threw the capnography in there. We talked about that a little bit. But, you know, it's super basic, and that was, that was truthfully one of the hardest things for everyone is to bring it down to a super basic level. And once they were able to do that, then, you know, kind of streamlined pretty, pretty easily. But, um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, um, it, it, we talked about it in my station, at least yesterday. When do things go bad? ALS things go bad when the BLS isn't done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When Absolutely. the BLS stuff isn't done and stuff like that. You know, so it's always interesting to uh, to try, you know, just to, it, it, you do that whole rotation. And people, you know, we progress into doing traumatic amputations and all kinds of stuff. You know, but they, you know, you still got to remember your OPAs and MPAs and stuff. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. it's hard enough for us to do that cadaver lab when we have eight hours. Yeah. How, how was it do, in two hours? <laughs> it, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's so yeah. hard to get it all packed in there because you don't want them to miss anything. You don't want to like you like you feel like you're robbing them or some shit when you yeah. don't when, yeah. when you're doing you know. But it, it is just the taste, you know. Robbie said you can't. Can't show the whole thing right off the bat, you know, so. Yeah, give them a little, little taste. They'll come, yeah. back, come back for the for the whole meal. Yeah. You know, you know. speaking about that, like, because um, you, you just brought up something. And I, me and Amanda have talked about this uh, in the office and it's a little thing. I, I, I definitely think that the the twist to what we do from, you know, it needs to progress to a lot of the self-study modules. Maybe, maybe we're going to deliver a lot more lecture-like information. Not so much live, but maybe a video format with interactive questions and stuff like that, like uh, essay questions and stuff, you know what I mean? And just doing that because I feel that when we have the live days, we're robbed a little bit of the skills. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we definitely got to get the material to the students and get them prepped for, for exams. So the question is, and doing it here, uh, and, you know, obviously we're not live, but recording, the uh, an extra day of class. Mm-hmm. Or no, just you know, pros and cons. Robbie, uh, I think six days where we're at now is probably appropriate. I think uh, as long as we just package it, uh, package it in a way that gives the the information to the students, I think six is is, is a good spot. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that adding additional days is gonna make that big of a difference. Um, I'm sure everyone would love that, but like. Something I would really love to do is have the cadaver day an entire day, because we we do our best to utilize it, but we, you just you run out of time. I, yeah. Like like usually we're we're teaching in the morning, and we're going over st- some things using the cadaver, but we're not actually um, diving into the cadaver fully. Like uh, you know that that could maybe be part of an, a day, and then the following day, you know all the the, the eight or ten hours we could spend. Just dissecting that cadaver, you know, utilizing every piece and go and breaking it all down because, you know, I've learned so much from that. I and I know, being as being a person that didn't have that opportunity so so much, like it, I would kill to go to cadaver lab. I like I love that, and we have it and we offer it. And the more time we have on that, you know, the 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 more we're going to utilize it. 
I, I, I do think he's, we are missing a lot. We're not fully utilizing it to the most. But in the, in the classes where these people are taking an exam, like I, I also feel that some of the lecture information that we can give when they're live, they'd be missing that also. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think uh, when maybe something to consider is doing a lot of the lecture stuff. I know typically we do the cadaver early in the week, but giving them some of the meat and potatoes. So that way, once we get to the cadaver, it's uh, they can really they're not getting new information. We're reinforcing the information that they've already, already learned. They've already yeah. learned. Yeah. And kind of like the SAR program they're trying to get together. Uh, it, yeah. They already have you know, what, seven or eight weeks of work to do prior to coming into class. Yeah. But if we were able to take the a lot of your lectures and put them in with that, maybe they have another week or two added to it where they actually see the videos that you're teaching. And then that way, when they get there, we can do more hands-on. We can do, we can focus more on the questions that they have. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, as you're doing this, as you're going through this, write your questions down and we can address all of them. That way, we're, you know, basically you're not starting from scratch when you when we start the class on Monday. Yeah. Well, and I think now with the having Braley around who can answer stuff uh, online and do, yeah. do a lot of these things, I think we're going to find that uh, our base class, this Critical Care Transport Academy, is the base class that we can build upon in the uh, online portion, you know, that the pre preparation phase, if you want to call it that. So for every class. So because you figured that that off of that information is where all the community paramedic information really needed comes out of that. So yeah. we're doing the five community day paramedic days, actual live days. We're focusing on more of the assessment that they need to do for that and prepping them for their boards and doing that stuff. Uh, the flight class is getting built off the critical care class. Right. And, and then, you know, the the uh, SAR class, you know, that is definitely, you know, a, a lot more preparation goes into that. But the that critical paramedic and, and a lot of people forget that that helicopter SAR class, the, the air medical week is part of they have to come to that. That's part oh, yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, because that's where you're getting all your aviation safety and all that stuff. So even whether you're not a paramedic coming through, you still have to come through that class. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. You know, so so it's a lot of basic stuff that kind of goes into that, and then, you know, uh, what you guys will see this year, like you guys that have been around in the company teaching, there's renewals and stuff like that that you guys are going to have to be doing. Now you're coming up due, you know, on Swift Water and all those things that we haven't done, and you know, Robbie's going to be joining in on some of that stuff too because. Now that he's a male nurse, he's uh, done with school with that. So. He's way more qualified. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go actually practice putting in Foley, so I won't be able to swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, so uh, back to our original subject here, too, is that, you know, Robbie was a, a future flight crew person, you know. Uh, and at that point in time, how many years did you have on, like, the fire department and stuff? Uh, I think I had, like, nine years on. It was right before I got hired with uh, in Orlando, so. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I had so, nine years of EMS and fire, had all my FPC, had all that stuff already. I was just looking to go network and try to just kind of get my foot in the door in the yeah. air medical industry because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And, you know, what's funny is that Robbie, the whole reason we end up with Echo is just like on a, we and you were working together one day and you guys, hey, you guys aren't going to this conference. And all of a sudden, like within like a week period, we end up uh, going <laughs> to Chattanooga and, and, yeah. then, uh, and then we went to Virginia, uh, West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. yeah. 
And I think we've done it ever since, you know. Yeah, I think I mean, we've been to everyone. They had to cancel them because of uh, yeah, the old COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we haven't missed one since. You know, I think even the the law enforcement one we did in West Palm. Yeah, yeah, we did a class over there with those guys. So if uh, for for people that don't know anything about that program, can you kind of give us a, a summary of like how how they would start it, how they like what it, all of it entails? The future flight crew. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think now, and I'm not super up to date with it, but essentially they have an application period. You got to drop your application, drop your resume to them, and then they pick. 12 to 15, I guess, students or future flight crew members. They're all working, nurses, medics, um, RTs. And then they put them through a 16-week course where they do uh, teach them critical care. They teach them aviation. They get together and uh, workshop uh, with different flight programs for a week at a time. They let them do fly-alongs. And then uh, everything culminates with them coming to the conference and uh, getting to sit through the conference, coming to the labs that we did. And then they did some mock interviews with... um, the different vendors, whether it be Air Methods or Medtrans or PHI or whoever it may be. And then uh, from there, they have a mentor with them also assigned they go through the entire uh, course with. And from there, they're kind of basically helping them get jobs. Speaking to uh, one of the guys that runs the program, he said last year, I, uh, they had 12 people come through the program, and uh, 10 of them have flight jobs. So they're doing a good job of uh, yeah. getting these guys prep, guys and girls prepped. I, I had the website up right now, and it says that it, they're 85% with job placement within two years of graduating. Yeah, see, there you that's, go. that's that's a really good, not it's a really high number. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but is Echo the one that is like in charge of the whole thing, and they? Yeah, so Echo's the one that really kind of started all this, uh, and other conferences have kind of, uh, and organizations have piggybacked off of it and started their own things, but yeah, Echo was the uh, the OG for that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, our beautiful doctor is actually on the website there too, showing, uh, showing off his skills. Uh, he's, he's, he's on everybody's website. <laughs> um, you know, kind of a little bit, uh, uh, you know, wrap, wrap this little uh, session up and stuff like that. Like the... You showed up here to this type of thing, you know, seven years? Seven yeah, years about ago? seven years ago. Seven years ago, a medic, and now you're an RN working as a flight nurse, you know, working as a flight medic, and, and you know, it's just, uh, did you even, is this what you envisioned? I mean, it's obvious, it's been way cooler than what I thought it would be getting into it. I thoroughly love and enjoy my job, and I certainly would not. Uh, go any, go back to the fire service or go back to anywhere else right now. This is kind of, I feel like, where I'm meant to be working right now. You know, uh, number one thing I miss for me from the fire service is the guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah, definitely the, miss that. The, the job and the, the culture where it's at now is it's kind of difficult to deal with it when you know things could be managed and handled better, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a different world now than what it was even five or six years ago when I got out of it, so... Uh, Glad there's people out there willing to do it. I'm just not one of them anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, Robbie, thank you for stopping by, and uh, me and the hippo see you in a bit. All right. Thank you, guys.